What's going on, everybody? It is Clifford Walker. Welcome to this episode of Books, Bourbon, and Business. I told y'all on the last episode, I had a special treat for y'all, a special guest, um, Sean Chapman, the motivator here. (laughs) I am really excited about this podcast because y'all know on this show, I am all about full transparency getting people on here that are actually uh, doing phenomenal things in their area and their field of business and in their community and marriage and et cetera. So Sean is definitely a living testimony of that. He uh, walks the walk for sure. And uh, so, man, brother, I am again, just excited for you to be here. Uh, Thank you so much for just being generous with your time. And uh, agreeing to do this, man. So how how are you? Man, first and foremost, I want to give it back to you, Clifford, and say thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast today. And kind of a newsflash, my new moniker is Sean the Discipline. And we'll talk about that later on. But Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. But I'm doing great, man. Phenomenal. <laughs> Business is going well. Uh, health is uh, going well. And... I'm I'm feeling great, man. Really am. Well, awesome. So we'll kind of just so you know and set the tone. This is uh isn't a skip a scripted podcast. Uh it isn't edited either. So uh <laughs> whatever you say, it's it's out there. It's out there. But now for y'all that don't know, I met Sean at a Airbnb um networking event. We were setting up our Airbnbs. He was there with his partners and I was there and that's how we hit it off and uh it's just been a phenomenal friendship ever since and just to see you grow uh in your real estate investing career uh as a father as a husband uh and in your church in the community what you do on that side as well too is a blessing to see so we have to we got to stop right here because i know you as sean the motivator like you have always been encouraging people motivating people so how did that transition to sean what the discipline right sean, the discipline yes sir yes sir right. it sounds kind of weird when you say it so let, let's let's be frank <laughs> so ever since i was young I always had the ability to motivate people. That was something that was just naturally offend me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they said some people are born leaders. I wasn't born a leader. I was taught how to be one. But mm-hmm. with that being said, I always had the ability to motivate people. However, motivation lives a short period of time. And you're going to continue to have to be motivated. And you're going to continue to have to be motivated. And I'm at a point in my life and in my career and in my business where I can just hold somebody's hand every single day. So what I do then is I teach them ways how to discipline themselves so that they don't have to work harder anymore. They work smarter. And and an example of that is like Jesus told his disciples, you can go and and, and I can I can give you a fish and I'm paraphrasing because Jesus didn't say it like this. Right. I can give you a fish, you can eat for a meal, or I can go and teach you how to fish and you can you can fish for yourself. You can eat forever. So I can, I teach people how to be more disciplined and structured in their business 
And with that being said, it shows them areas of opportunity all throughout their businesses, their personal lives, their spiritual lives, their monetary lives. And it teaches them how to be disciplined in all aspects of their lives. And I'm not just trying to motivate and give you a rah-rah word whenever you need one. Yes, sir. Nice. I love that. And discipline, I think, is so important. It's really the key to just success in general. And it's funny and ironic that... uh, you say that because in my in my bathroom i have a little board and it says self-discipline so mm-hmm. that way i know every morning like stick to my ritual stick to right. my routine and be, be disciplined because being disciplined over a long period of time is what creates success in my uh in my mind to me amen and I, I, I do this podcast, of course, to bring value, but also for me, kind of selfishly, because I want to learn from other successful people, because I'm fairly new to, to business in general, you right. know, over the last few years and still learning and growing. So I like to kind of get into your mindset a little bit and what discipline looks like to you and even like rituals that you follow that to to make you successful and and that hopefully other listeners will pick up and, and get value from it. Perfect. Perfect. So I use a little, for starters, I use a little memo book every single day Mm -hmm. of my life. And the first probably 80 to 90 pages are written front, back, up and down, side to side. So basically what I do, I keep a list of what I perform on a daily basis. If I need to accomplish something, I write it down, right? Mm -hmm. If I don't write it down, I have too many thoughts going through my mind, right? I'm on this podcast and you're on this podcast, but are we on this podcast? What I mean by that is, are you here just in the flesh or are you also here mentally? A lot of people mentally, they are in their bodies, but they're not currently in the present. They're somewhere else. They're thinking about bills. They're thinking about this. They're thinking about trying to make deals close. They're thinking about potentially finding buyers, et cetera, whatever it is. So the first step in my mind to be disciplined is to teach yourself how to get rid of the mental clutter. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes on in day-to-day activities. And I remember you you and I were yeah. talking about it. It was last year when you mentioned it. You said you got to get rid of minimum wage activity, Sean, you, you gotta yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't do busy work. Don't just, don't just do a bunch of stuff every single day and say, Oh my gosh, I feel those eight to 10 hours because I was doing something. No, is it meaningful? Are you actually structuring your day so that you, you, you start off with a list and I'm hitting every aspect of my list, things from my list that I don't get a chance to accomplish and complete. I just save it for the next day. But if you want to be disciplined in everything or anything that you do, the first thing you need to do is start with the mindset. Clear the mindset, right? Number two is create a list. Mm-hmm. But what's what's the old mm-hmm. adage? If you don't write it down, it's nothing but a pipe dream, right? Right, right. You have to write it down. We have so many things going on. Look at you, your phenomenal uh, father, husband, son, uncle, an extraordinary man in the community and a phenomenal business owner, you wear, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. You have so many other titles, but at the end of the day, you don't have the capacity 
to think about something at eight o'clock and then try to fulfill it by five if you don't write it down because you have so many exactly. tasks that you're accomplishing, right? Exactly. So, yeah. And I, and I want to hold up here for a second and, and I hope people are listening and writing this down. <laughs> Speaking of, of, of writing notes down, like don't <laughs> don't confuse busy work with productive work. Amen. Um, I see a lot of people, especially uh, you're in real estate investing and, and like myself and I noticed that a lot of people spend a lot of their time doing busy work, trying to read the manual on how to put a Ferrari together instead mm. of, you know, throwing some wheels on a cardboard box and, and getting it down the road. So don't don't confuse the two. Right. And then secondly, Sean mentioned he writes stuff down in just a regular notepad, like just nothing fancy. Um right. I use me personally, what's called a productivity planner. It's, you know, 10, 15 bucks or so. And it has five things that I do on a daily basis, things that have to get done, you know, that, that will move the needle forward. And I think that that's so important and that a lot of people kind of miss that step. Um, but no, awesome, awesome point on bringing, bringing that up. So you have, you write your stuff down, you make sure you're disciplined in that area. Create what my other, list. What Number other? two, I create my list. Number three, and this is, this is extremely important. Like this is what I do at the beginning of every single day. Like now I'm, I'm at a point where I wake up around five, five thirty, and I have to clear my mind. Because my mind is constantly running. Like all jokes aside, even when I'm sleeping, I swear I'm dreaming about real estate. That's how much <laughs> I enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so when I wake up, I'm automatically I'm writing a list. Like I'm writing down things that I have to accomplish for the day. But third, and this is something that would allow a lot of people to transcend their lives in whole, whether in their marriages, in their businesses, in their spiritual walk is manifestation like i manifest how i want my day to go like all jokes aside i would literally say today when i have to accomplish this this is how it's going to go 75 to 80 percent of the time when i manifest something i notice that my approach when i'm going off into it is so much more laid back Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll be I'll be honest, because because I don't, I don't want to sit a low number. It's probably about 80 to 90 percent of the time, because the way I manifest mm -hmm. is so. It's it's so complete and it's so deep. I see myself already on the other side of that situation. That's how I do it. And for example, tomorrow I have three buyers that I have to call. We're closing. We have to move out the close date. And instead of closing. Uh, tomorrow, I mean, instead of closing Wednesday, we now want to close uh, either tomorrow or Tuesday. So with that being said, I know the, the original seller is going to be kind of leery because the contract ends um, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I got to I got to send them an, an amendment, but I'm already prepared for them to send me back that amendment and to write it out. Only thing I have to do is just make the phone call. It's just kind of like I have point A and point Z completed. Now I just got to do the middle work. Right. Yeah. If you so you're don't, already you're already projecting how that conversation is going to go. Projecting getting it. that getting that signed contract back, like already manifesting that. So, right. It it in your mind it's already it's already done. 
it's already done. I just have to yeah. perform the steps. That's like, do you remember those? Um, what do you what do you call them back in the day? Like those uh, those cars and those airplanes, those model airplanes we used to make. Like yeah. you had all the pieces inside the box. The only thing you uh-huh. needed to do was to put it together. Well, exactly. when I'm projecting and I'm manifesting, everything that I already want, I've already created, and I just have to follow the steps. That's the way I see it. And you know, I think that's so powerful and true that it's on the surface level, it sounds cheesy. Uh, it really does to a lot of people, but I think that it's, it really is true. Like when I'm going to meet with a seller just like you or a buyer and I'm finna have that conversation, it's like, okay, I'm the, I'm the cowboy closer. Can't nobody close it like me. <laughs> That's like right. I'm getting my mind right. I'm, I'm really, it, it seems watered down because so many people in the industry uh, from bloggers to podcasters are all talking about mindset. It's because that's really is the key. Like it, it really starts uh, in your mind. Like I'm talking to a lot of people new in the industry starting out and they have all these fears and doubts. And I'm like, <laughs> if, if you already feel defeated, then then you will fail at this. That's right. You know, you, you right. will. And so, no, that's 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 beautiful. And I love it. And it, it lets me know at least that I'm on the right track, right? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are. You definitely are. And, and, and Clifford, I'm doing the right thing. To add to what you said, just really quick, there are two type of people: those who say they say they can, and those who say they can't, and they're both right. Right, right. What was that? Uh, Ned, was that Henry Henry Ford or who said, who said that <laughs> like that? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it just it's just a matter of believing off in yourself and. You say you're cow- you're a cowboy, the uh, you're Clifford the cowboy closer. You you make a phenomenal sounding phone call. You close exceptionally well, and in your mind, you're the best closer. Nobody can tell you differently. You have the success to prove it. So at the end of the day, if people can get into that same, they can they can target that same mindset that regardless of what happens, I am going to be successful. They're going to start. The, the universe is going to start opening up and provide things for them to be successful. The right network, the right coaches, the right podcast like this mm-hmm. one, trust me, is going to come. Now, do you do that manifestation not only in business, but um, with your spiritual life and with your marriage and with your family? Um, just curious. Oh, yeah, man. So let, let's let's talk about one of the most dynamic relationships that are any any person could have, and that's what their spiritual creator. So I'm, I'm a God for a man and I manifest my relationship with Jesus Christ. Like I really do. There are certain things that I want from God and it's not like, God, give me a, a billion dollars by next year. Not stuff like that. It's more or less like God provide me the wherewithal and the means so that I can help feed the, the hungry so that I, I can help educate those who don't really understand that there are better ways out there to make income, et cetera. Um, I remember I manifested and I wanted God to provide me with someone who had a 501c and who was feeding a community and God uh, <laughs> linked me up with you. And so it, it didn't just happen by happen chance. You know, you came in my life and you I found out that you were, you were such a, a huge f- footprint and the community. So with that being said, I locked on with you and we still roll into this day. So it, it's just a matter of, Anything that you want in life, 
if you truly manifest it and you, and it's not, people say, oh, speaking into existence, it's a little bit more than that. You have to believe it. I can speak it right now and say the sky is going to be yellow. Right. It, it's not going to make it a yellow. Yeah. But if I'm believing off in my mind, I'm looking at clouds right there and uh, they can be either white or they can be yellow, right? <laughs> depending, on, depending on the angle of the sun, right? Right, right. Right there. <laughs> So, so what does that manifestation time look like for you? I know you mentioned you get up about 5, 530. Mm -hmm. Do you spend time alone um, in, in prayer and meditation just to, to do that? Do you set that time specifically for that? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a little tricky when it comes to that because I normally spend probably about 10 minutes like just straight I'll manifest while I'm laying in bed, I'm looking up at the ceiling and inside of my mind, I'm, I'm piecing together everything that I want, everything that I need, everything that's going to go right in my day. And when I get up, I go to my, my quiet place. Mm -hmm. there, there have been times when I went inside my closet and I closed the doors and I just sat on the floor and I just right. sat there and I meditated. Meditation for me can last for three minutes. It can last for 30 minutes. The longest I've ever meditated, according to Monica, was like an hour and a half. And oh, that wow. was a situation. Yeah, that was a situation that was really, really going weird for me. I had reached out to some very powerful friends and it was something dealing with my personal life. Mm -hmm. I meditated, Clifford, and I tell you not, after that hour and a half, I got out, I felt so fresh, I felt so resilient, and as soon as that situation presented itself again, it's like I had all the answers. It was so weird, and the only reason why I did that was because when I normally meditate for three to ten minutes, I feel like I can feel the answer, but... Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to be patient and wait enough until you get that yes. And sometimes right. it's not always a yes, but you have to be patient enough to listen. Right. And and powerful things happen when you sit down and be quiet. <laughs> like like That's we right. live we live in a in a fast-paced society. We live in a society which full of of uh reality TV and social media mm. and dings and ticks and and TikToks and everything in between. And for me, my prayer, like I don't, how it, how it looks for me, I get up at 5.30 every morning. Mm -hmm. And then my main thing is to not touch my phone whatsoever for the first 30 to 45 minutes of waking up. I love it. So, because, and you know, as a business owner, we are solving problems. We're- right. People are dumping their problems on us. So the last thing or essentially the first thing I want to do when I wake up is start responding to people's problems. Right. Like I got to get my mind right first. So I'll sit down, I'll have my coffee and then I have a daily devotional that I'll read. And I kind of will read that and just kind of pray and think about it, you know, for a few minutes. It's never been as long as you know, an hour and a half by no means. <laughs> but but I think that when people put themselves in a situation to just be calm, not be reactive and actually just think for a moment, pray, right. kind of slow things down just a little bit. You can start to seek, you know, clarity on things that you want for right. sure. Right. And, and another form of discipline, too, and people don't like this when I when I talk to them about it is you got to let go of watching TV like like 
Yes. <laughs> my, my, my father used to call it the dummy tube. And it's a reason yeah. why he called it that because everybody and their mom is watching TV. And, and what is 93 to 97% of humanity? They're what? They're working for the, the other 3%. So in order for you to get out of that rat race, you got to be willing to do something that not everybody else is doing. So I remember when I was asking you last year about various different shows that I've been watching, you were like, what's that? And I was like, oh, man, it's this, this, this. And you're like, man, I don't have time to watch TV. And if you have time to watch TV, you got time to do X, Y, Z. <laughs> and so I took heed to that. And I said, man, yeah. I said, he's on to something. So what I ended up doing was I started really looking at how much I spend my time. And, and let me let me give you a shocking tidbit. I learned this uh, today in, in church. The average adult touches their phone 2,617 times a day. Wow. The top 10% of that touches their phone a little bit over 5,400 times a day. Those are your podcasters, your bloggers, you know, your, yeah. you know, and we, we understand that. And that's, that's what they do for a living. But think about the average human 2,400 times plus a day. Imagine what you could do if you weren't worried every seven to 10 minutes about what's on IG, what's on Facebook, no. what's on Twitter, <laughs> right? Start putting some off into your head. And, and there, there's a book that I, that I would love to uh, recommend. Do you mind if I, if I talk about it really quick? No, I was definitely going to ask you about a, about a book too, that you recommend. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go into that too. Okay. So one of the books that I read, I've read it now, like three times and it's it's two of them the first one is a 10x rule by grant cardone at wow. first i thought grant cardone was just an over-the-top big mouth type of guy and yeah. then i remember you, you were like sean you gotta just listen to him don't look at him listen to him right so i had a chance to really just listen and you shared his um his story with me you sent it to me on my uh, you, you texted it to me and I got a chance to see him for who he really is. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And what he went through. And so you were like, I challenge you to read the 10X book with me. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. So I listened to it on Audible. Mm -hmm. I listened to it a second time, then a third time. And then I got the book and I read it. And I'm like, man, this is powerful. It's powerful yeah. because if you 10X every dang thing that you do, you are going to win by leaps and bounds. Let's be yeah, honest. You can't, you can't help but to win. You can't. But I, I will forewarn everybody, when you read that book, it makes you want to run through a wall. Like, it really does. Like, it will fire you up. Like, it, sincerely. It does. And the second book is Rocket Fuel by Gino Wickman. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal book. It talks about visionaries and people who... Uh, put things into place, right? So you have your, like like me, for, for example, let, let, me, let me just say me. Mm -hmm. I am a visionary. I am somebody who sees an opportunity and, I'm sorry, I'm somebody who foresees the future and I see different opportunities, but I don't necessarily know how to put it all together. Mm -hmm. I need an integrator. Right. I need somebody who can come in and put everything together for me, right? Right. So Gino Wigman is talking about being successful in business. Steve Jobs was a visionary. Yeah. Steve Wozniak 
was an integrator. He made it work. Exactly. You need that in order to be extremely successful if you're running a business. You can't have two visionaries side by side because, man, they're going to have a ton of ideas together and it's going <laughs> to sound so sweet, but nothing, it won't get, nothing done. get done. Nothing get it done, won't. brother. <laughs> nothing whatsoever. So, so that one. And then this is, this is my boy. I, I look, I actually think of him like a brother, but it's your next five moves by Pat B. David. Mm hmm. Love the book. It's 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 phenomenal. I can't tell you about that one. I just want to tell you to go out and read it. 10X, I'm sure everybody has, has heard enough about yeah. that. Rocket Fuel, I'm sure a lot of you have. But Pat McDavid's, Patrick McDavid's, The Next Five Moves, Your Next Five Moves, excuse me, phenomenal. That book yeah. ended up changing my life because it taught me how to be more disciplined in what I do. And being disciplined is just more than just saying it. It's, it's applying yeah. it. Nice. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to admit it and confess. You've been telling me to read that next five moves for at least six months now. And I still, I still haven't read it yet. And I am. I'm, I'm in the middle of one book. When I finish that, that will be the next book I, I read for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Rocket Fool. I haven't read it. I'll, I'll get that myself. Okay. But so that's, that's nice. And one thing that I took out of, out of that that you mentioned was that you know your you know your gifts right you right. you can identify them being a visionary and you know areas on where you need to bring people in right and i think that that's important also for people to understand uh like myself where i tried to do everything at the beginning and i'm like this just it just isn't going to work like i don't know excel spreadsheets and 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 documents and the books are ridiculous <laughs> until <laughs> until I brought my wife on. Like it, it was just a, it was a mess. That right. wasn't my strong suit. So, y'all identify the areas that you need to bring people on right. uh, in your business. Now, if you're new and you're starting out, you might have to wear all the hats right. um, at the beginning, like I did, uh, like Sean did, and then kind of start to bring people on gradually right. and if you're already rocking and rolling uh in your business and you're trying to micromanage everything i think that you're holding yourself back by Amen. doing that when you actually uh trust the team that you're building and the people that you have around you right they will in my opinion i think they'll perform better because they know you trust them right and that you're not micromanaging them um, which kind of segues into a topic that I want to talk about. I had my wife on the podcast a couple shows ago working together. I know you and Mrs. Chapman have a couple businesses together and work together. Yes. Which is beautiful. I think that a lot of people, not that I'm aware of, um, acknowledge it or recommend it or, even encourage it. So what are some of the pros and cons and challenges that you face working with your spouse and, and how is that, that work marriage relationship? If that question makes any sense. Man, good question. Question Clifford. So first and foremost, you have to identify your strengths and weaknesses. Like we went, we both went in blind because neither one of us had ran 
a real estate company before. Mm-hmm. So we both were learning what our, what our strengths and weaknesses are. We know what we did well, but we never knew we did well in a business like this. So it was a, just a little trial and error. So let's talk about the pros. The pros is I get an opportunity to see my wife grow. It's beautiful. She get an opportunity to see me grow. And also the most important and intricate part of it is we both get to make these decisions together and have that fulfillment of knowing that, hey, we're growing this empire on each other's shoulders. It's phenomenal. Like I see how she light up when she has learned something new and she shares it. I see how she gets frustrated and she'll come to me and ask me for assistance and I'll be able to help her out. But one of the greatest pros in this business is seeing the growth. Like our mental capacity has grown so much. Like I remember when we first started out, everybody was calling us about our deals and we were hopping on the phone with tons of people. And now you'd be lucky if you can hear from me in the first three to five days if I post a property, like give me your, give me your highest and best for, for the most part. Right. I know, I know the difference between an investor and the difference between a buyer and the difference between a wholesaler, like, like it, it, it pulls itself out. And with that being said, man, that's, that's the, that's the part that I love. Another pro in this business is I have the opportunity to have her close. Right yeah. now, I have an office and she has an office. Mm-hmm. We we don't we don't work side by side. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. We don't work side <laughs> by side. And when I need something done, I can always depend on her and vice versa. I know she always has my back and I always have hers. Um, the third pro I would say is sh- her strength is dispositions and transactions. She manages that aspect of our business now. She she now has help, but I know that if I completely give it over to her, I don't have to worry about a closing. I don't have to worry about a property getting right. sold. I don't have to worry about none of that. Not at all, right? I know it's going to be done. And it's so relaxing for me to just sit off in the realm of acquisitions. I love to talk to people. I love building relationships. And as long as I can do that every day, I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I'm just having fun. But mm-hmm. I know that... Money's going to come in. The checks will keep on rolling in because her and her team are consistently making sure they find buyers and, and uh, pushing everything through the uh, title company. Nice. I love it. And y'all, I, I hope y'all are listening to this and, and I want to encourage you. I know that there are a lot of spouses out there or couples rather that maybe they're struggling working together or Uh, thinking about it, but don't know how to structure it. One thing that I took away from what Sean just told me where it seems like, or it sounds like he, they have their roles. It sounds like he's over one department. She's over another department. Right. Um, And they stay in their lane. And I say that respectfully, right? Like, am I, am I, am I wrong on that or right? No, you're completely right. Stay in your lane. Yeah. So he he passes everything over to her and trust and believe that, hey, not only is she my wife, my spouse, but she's my business partner and right. we got to get this closed and get paid. So right. he, he trusts. It goes back to also um, what I mentioned a few uh, a few minutes ago about trusting your team. Right. You, right. you go further when you when you completely trust them. Right. So, that's so some some of the cons is. There has be care- to be. Be careful here. <laughs> yeah, you, you see, look, look, you saw me. You heard me pause, right? Yeah. <laughs> so one of the greatest cons is there has to be 
and understanding that even though you are business partners, you're also husband and wife. And that draws a very, very thin line in the sand because I am black and white when it comes to business. When I step into this office, I'm not your husband. I'm your business partner. Yeah. (laughs) I I want results. I expect results because you're going to get results out of me. But also the downside of it is if you tend to be a shark in this industry, like I tend to have some time personality wise, it's not always it's not always received the right way. So I found myself in a doghouse after after hours. (laughs) (laughs) I I found myself buying flowers, man. (laughs) Right, right. Hey, you got the you got the flower people on speed dial. (laughs) You ain't never lying. On speed dial. Shoot, look, and so another con is when you spend too much time together, it can start to have a ripple in your Mm -hmm. your relationship. Mm -hmm. It it really can because you see this person any and all the time and there's not that longing to be away from a person, right? So what what we've been doing now is every two weeks, I'll go somewhere else or or she'll go somewhere else. Like she, she spent a week uh, with friends mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. This time, this this coming weekend, she's going off again. And the only reason why we do that is because we don't want there to be so much time together that we don't have the the yearning for one another, right? We don't miss each other. We don't miss each other exactly. Yeah. And so that that that's a that's a con. The the worst con I would say is. <laughs> Just because you're the husband doesn't mean you get the final say so in the business. <laughs> it's right, all, for sure. <laughs> it's a hundred, a hundred on both sides. And a lot of times I find myself saying, Well, God made me a head of household. And she was like, Well, first of all, That's according right. to the look, according to our uh bylaws, I'm the CEO and bam, and so I learned I learned it the hard way. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I'll even go and say sometimes I don't even get the last say so in the household. <laughs> you ain't never lying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man. But no, that's that's beautiful. And I think that those are the same struggles that you would face um with any partnership, you right. know. And so I just want to spread that love and hope uh and encouragement for the spouses uh and couples that are working together again. I think it's something that should be pushed more to the forefront right. and not, you know, just talked about more. There, there I don't see very many couples in the industry. Um that are that are crushing it and so it's beautiful when i when i get to see that um but so i know we've been going for a while now and and i want to be cautious of your time especially on a sunday evening is there any i know i I wanted to ask you book recommendations but i got those a little early any last words that you want to leave or encouraging um i was going to say the motivator but it's the discipline now so (laughs) what, what 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 type of encouragement can we get so I will say this, one of my mentors in life, his name is Steve Carter, phenomenal, phenomenal brother. And he he taught me that you can't always overanalyze things. And that's something you also taught me, Clifford. You, you, you would say, Sean, you got to stop thinking too much. You got to just do it. And one of the things that Steve Carter said, as well as what Clifford said, I'm going to paraphrase together. You got to sometimes jump off the ledge and build your wings on the way down. For sure. I will tell you, stop overthinking it. Go out there and do it. And that's with 
anything in life. If you see the girl that you've been having a crush on, don't be a creep. Go and ask for a number, right? Be a gentleman. Buy, buy, buy her, a, buy her a, a, a rose or offer her to go out with you for dinner or lunch, whatever. Go shoot your shot, right? Another thing, when it comes to husband and wives, I always tell men, court your wife, right? Court your wife. You don't have to think about it. It doesn't have to be a, a, an extravagant or fancy vacation. Sometimes a handwritten note is all she wants, right? right. I, I, I can't speak from the female aspect. I can only speak from the male aspect. I know some of the greatest joys in life my wife gets from me is when she knows that my time was spent on doing something. So right yeah. now they have those love online books. Create her one. I'm giving you guys right. a, a niche. All, all right. right. It, uh -oh. Trust uh -oh. me. I better it, write that down. <laughs> write, write that down. <laughs> and in your spiritual walk, having faith means I know that it's going to happen. So walk in that. For sure. You you know you're going to be successful in your in your finances. You know you're going to be successful in your marriage. You know you're going to be successful in your health. Walk in the in the ways of that. So that means for those who are not living healthy, go exercise, eat better, get good rest, drink plenty of water, right? Mm -hmm. If if you if you want to be successful in business, take the necessary steps and jump out there and get off into it. One thing Clifford always says is, if you don't know it, go find somebody who do and rip off and duplicate. Follow their success. Just duplicate it. Exactly. Right? Yes, sir. Well, that's awesome, man. Again, brother, I, I love you sincerely as, as uh, a brother in Christ, a brother from another mother, and just uh, who you are and what you're doing. And thank you so much for your time and being on here for sure. Love you as well, Clifford, and thank you, and I'm honored, and I can't wait to con continue to see you blossom, and your business is growing leaps and bounds, man, and I love to see what you're, you're turning off into. It's a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, everybody, I hope that y'all got value out of this episode. It was sincerely just two friends talking, and, and hopefully you got some nuggets that you can go and apply in your business, and I'll see y'all on the next episode. Take care, y'all.